Talk with Doc. I am your host, Doc. I hope that you're well. I hope that your family's well. I hope that everything is going good for you and yours, that you're not lacking anything at all, food, money, whatever you may need to get by. I know it's a difficult time, and I'm not here to bring you down, make you feel bad, uh, talk down to you. I'm going to try to do my very best to entertain you in some way, shape, form, or fashion via this podcast. Sorry about that. Now, I just wanted to talk on a couple of things, and one of those being that uh, I'm a black man in America who happens to be armed and wearing a mask during COVID-19. And it might be different than your experiences because you may not be a black male in America. And I'm going to get into that later. Like I said, I'm not here to try to open your third eye. I'm not here to uh, kick some knowledge that you might not know, but I'm here to entertain you and get some things off my chest. Now, somebody was asking me recently, and I just wanted to get this and just be real brief. They said, uh, you do a podcast. You must love to talk. And I said, you know what? Actually, just because I do a podcast does not mean I enjoy talking all the time. No, I'm a person who's pretty quiet most of the time. I could have less than 100 words outside of speaking to my wife, to other people in an entire week, and be more than comfortable with that. I don't speak much. I'm not a phone person. I talk when I feel that it's necessary to talk. And in these times, especially since Trump is in office, I think that is, it would be irresponsible of me to not have used some of my time to speak about some of the ills that are going on in society today. Not that I am the most knowledgeable person, but I just think that my voice is important and I'm going to use it to the best of my abilities. So let's get the unpleasantries out of the way. The coronavirus cases worldwide has reached 3.3 million. Deaths are over 236,000. This is worldwide. The confirmed U.S. case is 1.1 million, and the death total is over 67,000 in the United States of America. This is insanity. I can't wait for this to be over. I know I am just like a lot of other people. We're looking for distractions. We're looking for some hope. We can't get it from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That is not a building of hope right now. We don't know what to believe that comes out of there at all. At least I don't. You may, I don't. So I've been trying to distract myself with a lot of television. I'm going to go through some programming real briefly. Family Guy is always a thumbs up. I love the show. The Blacklist is on point, even though I could do without the Russian lady being back. Liv's mother. I mean, I've had enough of that. Dark Side of the Ring, the last two episodes, because I did take a week off, have been outstanding as usual. One was on Dino Bravo. And the other was on Dr. D. David Schultz. If you don't even like wrestling, you like little quick documentaries, I think these would be great for viewing. How to Get Away with Murder. I don't know how I got caught up with this show being a male. This shit is such a soap opera. It drives me crazy from week to week, the twists and the turns. It's not like a normal show. I guess this is a soap opera, and for some reason or another, I'm caught up in it. The Last Dance, Michael Jordan documentary. Episode four and five were last week. Number five and six are this Sunday. This has been outstanding. I wish Netflix and ESPN would have did us a solid and released the whole 10 episodes, gave us something to talk about all at once and got it over with because waiting each week has been pretty painful. 
But last week's episode on Rodman, etc., was fantastic. It was some insight to some things that I did not know about the team. I'm learning a lot about that Bulls last season together. So I've been definitely appreciating this. I have finished all five seasons of Peaky Blinders. And I will say to you and anybody who can hear me, I am a huge fan of Peaky Blinders. I like the twists, the turns, the ups, the downs. I love the clothes. Uh, I find some characters like, what the fuck is the matter with uh, Michael? Why he gets to even speak, I don't know. But I guess they have to keep the storyline together. And I'm looking forward to season six whenever that is released because we're getting ready to come to a time where all programming, they don't have any more fresh programming. Like wrestling right now is basically went to just people in studio with no audience. And I wish that the WWE would take advantage of the situation. They have a lot of little shows that they have on their WWE network. This would be the perfect opportunity to drop some of those on these network shows as opposed to them showing wrestling matches in empty arenas. I think that that would be great. This would be a backstory. Wrestling is mostly stories anyway. This would be a great backstory. You would get to know some of the performers, some of the old legends. I mean, they have so many shows on their network. I think that they, they can devote some time each week, especially on Raw, which I think is like two or three hours long. They could put a half an hour program in there and just show a different thing to a new audience. I think that Vince McMahon is really blowing that one. I really think that he's blowing an opportunity to get a bigger fan base by giving people something that would keep their attention as opposed to something that just, you know, like you look at this and you go, this is weird. I know NBA wants to push for the season to come back. And I don't care what you say. You might be starving from basketball, but it's going to be weird to see pro basketball in an empty arena. This is not a pickup game at a gym. So, You've never experienced it, not on the pro level, so I know it's going to look weird to to me, and it's definitely going to look weird to you. I decided I needed some kind of program, and so I went and downloaded the whole Honeymooners from back in the days, like in the 50s. I'm down to the last two. I've watched the show since I was a kid, but I never really realized how fucked up Ralph was. Ralph Crandon is a cheap bastard. He has Alice living like a savage. Alice is a liar. They lie to each other repeatedly all the time. Thank God I don't have a marriage like that. It was, I, mean, I don't even know how you're supposed to be successful. Everybody in the damn marriage is lying back and forth. I'm also watching American Housewives. I say, okay, what kind of male watches American Housewives? It's good, clean, fun, entertainment, an ABC show. I remember... The mother from, uh, what was it, the show in Chicago, uh, with, uh, oh, forget about it, it'll come to me. But it's a good show. Now, I did watch the whole season of Gangs of London, and I will say that I give Gangs of London a huge, big thumbs down. It made no sense. The storyline was pretty much stupid. Uh, if this is the way gangsters run and rule in England, then they would have a major problem with outsiders taking over. So it does not look good on this show at all. Is this Ned? Yeah, it's Ned, boy. Hey, Ned, how are you, sir? Everything's good. How are you? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. Good to hear. I was just just talking about some television. Mm-hmm. I, 
I watched Gangs of London. So how was that? Somebody just told me it was like really violent. Uh, the violent was cartoony. Uh, okay. Have you ever seen the movie The Killer? I don't recall. Okay, just The Raid. Just take a movie and pump up the volume to 10 degrees and put no story around it. And that's Gangs of London. Oh, I bad. cannot give this a thumbs up to anybody. I, I refuse to. Peaky Blinders make gangs of New York look like little bitches. <coughs> Peaky Blinders is, is, is five-star television. That I'm into 100%. And if I didn't just watch it, I would have rewatched it because programming is so bad right now. You know, I love everything about Peaky Blinders from the way they 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 have them walk up the alleys. I mean, to me, I just it's, I think it's a hot show. Yeah, they watched the first episode. I just got to move on to the second. Oh, it's, you know what? The first season is good, but the third season is crazy. Third, when you get to the third season, you're going to be like, man, you, you're just going to say, I'm going to the next episode because you're going <laughs> to want to know where the hell this is going. You know, so I'm sure you've been watching the Jordan Last Dance. Yeah, that's my favorite thing on Sundays. Yes, it's a it's an outstanding program, man. Four and five were crazy. They were so good. I was so mad that I didn't have others. Now, people do. Wait, wait, you saw four and five already? Oh, no, that was three and four. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, my yeah. Bad. Okay, I'm, thank you for correcting me because this is the second time I said four and five. It was three and oh, four. Okay. <laughs> now, people do have online the whole series. Yeah, but I know, it I has. Yeah, no, it, it looks horrible. It looks like the unfinished product from ESPN. And oh. it has a ticker that runs through the middle of it. No way. I'm not that desperate. I will find something else, even though I've been having a hell of a time. I watched a couple of movies this week. One was called A Day and a Night. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. How was that? Because someone told me to watch and, that. I say stay away from a day and a night. It is bullshit. You, when you have a bad writer and a not good director, and they try to mix Baby Boy with Boys in the Hood and Juice, all together, plus colors, it don't work. It just oh, wow. doesn't work. The ending made you, me and my wife just had our hands in our head at the ending. We were going, did we really just watch the whole movie for this shit? <laughs> I hate movies like that. I mean, the end was so like, what just happened? Now, I will say it's a weird movie, and it's a a movie based on bullshit, but there's a movie I watched called Miles Ahead about Miles Davis with uh, Don Cheadle. This movie was great because it was just bizarre. They had had, uh, Miles Davis doing shit like shootouts in the streets of L.A. But then when you get to the end, it's all kind of explained what you just seen. It was a mixture of fantasy and reality mixed together with this nutty character. But I mean, you know, like Miles Davis is walking in Columbia Records and just busting off shots in the middle of the day. Stuff like this didn't happen, but, you know. And and I, I did watch, I'm watching the last OG 
Tracy show Tracy Morgan show is pretty good. It's not great. Uh, he keeps it cartoony. Like yeah, uh, there was a, one. I just never got back. I never, never got invested in it. Yeah, he had a stick-up kid named Kangaroo Jack, and this fucking brother literally robs you and then hops around like a like he's a kangaroo. I mean, come on, and he carries a pouch. So, you know, Tracy's on that. Tracy's on that white guy kind of humor, and he goes black when he feels he has to when he does stand up. But you could tell he's like, uh, he's he's definitely crossed over into that Saturday Night Liveville. Oh yeah, I'm not interested in that. And I did watch for the fifth time, and I know it sounds crazy, people. I watched a ten-part documentary, Ken Burns Jazz, for the. Fifth time, and it's ten episodes. Them shits are all an hour and forty-five minutes each, but I enjoy it every time. So, you know what? Shame on me, right? <laughs> I watched Contagion. Yeah, I did watch that. Was, I did watch that. Yeah, I had you know what? I had never seen it before. I thought it was pretty good, but the ending happened so fast. I was like, "Damn, that's it!" Like one second we was in the movie, the next second we got the cure. I was like, okay, can we get that in real life? Yeah, but it's funny how it's like very similar to what was happening right now. Oh, no, no. The movie is timely because it makes you, you'd be like, okay, maybe you have met, but not me personally. Because I didn't see this movie, I wasn't used to the word social distancing. It was not like a part of my lexicon. Yeah, me too. Now, social distancing is a word that we all know, we all understand, we all live. This movie talked about social distancing in 2011. Yep. And actually used the term. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then they had the bat thing in the movie. I was like, okay, that's weird. Because, you know, there's some kind of thing out here saying that it might have came from tainted bat meat or whatever. But uh, like you know, some of the, they had a lot of stars in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, they they had a lot. And matter of fact, this is a movie I had to tip my hat to. They killed off two major female stars in a blink of an eye, and movies never do that. Yeah, never. Never. I mean, I was like, what? They killed her, and they killed you too. I was like, wow. I mean, and this is not a Marvel film. <laughs> Did you see Extraction? Because everybody was talking about that. It was it was pretty cool. You know what? I'll put that on my list. Matter of fact, if you have any suggestions on anything worth a damn, worth watching, this is the time. Please throw it on me because I am down to one movie called uh, uh, The Gentleman that just came out with Matthew Connery. Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey. I'm going to watch that. And I have one episode of the honeymooners left. And after that, I got nothing, man. I mean, mean I think I have one. Yeah, I downloaded all of them. I've been watching those shits, man. Matter of fact, I I was just talking about it before you before you called in. I I never realized how cheap Ralph was and how much him and his wife lied to each other. These (laughs) motherfuckers lied to each other. I mean, if a normal couple lied to each other that much. They might as well just divorce. <laughs> I mean, she would lie to him. He would lie to her. 
like, damn, these people are horrible, man. They, the, the the house looks like uh, shit, man. He's a step above homeless, and he got a city job. Yep. Well, <laughs> <laughs> to show you, they was probably paid like dirt back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he did mention something like he was making $72 a week. Yeah. Yeah, but $72 a week back in 1955 might have been like 1200 1300 today. So, you know. And see, money doesn't relate to me like it relates to other people. I, um, I'm not worried about money. Thank God, man. I'm not one of the people. I'm not bragging anybody. It's just that I lived a, a proper lifestyle my whole, basically my whole life so that money's not my biggest, you know, issue. My biggest issue was shit I can't control, not stuff that I could control. Because I, I wanted to talk about something real quick, Ned. You know, okay, so we got to be, we, we're born, there's nothing, nothing we could do about this. We're black males. We're in America. We're masked. For the most part. When I go to the store, I'm masked now. Yep. But to be armed and masked, and when I think about being armed and masked and black, and then I see what these white guys get the fuck away with, they don't even get approached. They don't even get approached. I mean, these fucking concrete cowboys, everybody's a tough guy, man. They all running up to these buildings with their guns. And you know what? None of them bucking off a shot. Not a one of them. Because I'm going to tell you now, Nat, this is just me. And this is the way I was trained. I do not pull my pistol out unless I am going to shoot somebody. Period. I'm not to fucking walk around and show you I got one. To me, that's just putting on a show. And if these people really want to go to war, man, we've had enough conflicts over the last 20 years. They could have been a part of that. But you know, different rules for them and different fucking rules yeah, it would for have us. Been a totally different thing if 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 twenty black people ran up in in a in a state in a state um in a in a court with with guns. Yeah, the Capitol building. Yeah, Capitol let building. let Raekwon, Deshaun, Killer Joe, uh, Snake, Skinny P. And 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 two chains do it. Yep. Remember, even, even Black Lives Matter was a terrorist group. Supposedly. Yeah, and they were unarmed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are, they they got picket signs on the damn uh, megaphone. Yep. But this country loves saying they when they get their opportunities, they like to say, "This is you, this is us." Remember, don't ever forget. We have a responsibility, I guess, as black people to not forget where the fuck we are. Now, I'm kind of torn. People are antsy. They want the country reopened. I think we're still in a hell of a danger zone. That's just me. Yeah, I'm like, just look at the numbers. Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia reopened and their numbers went up. Okay, so we're in a danger zone, right? But people are so gung-ho to return. So we return to this world, whatever that may be, because we, we know things are going to change. Think about this. You ain't going to be giving no bro hugs no more, man. Not for a long time. You know what I mean? 
You don't even want to yeah. shake hands. That might be like a thing. Oh, man, you remember back in the 90s and 2000s, people used to shake hands? <laughs> yeah, somebody came up to me yesterday to get shake my hand. I was like, dude, I'll tap you on your elbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What planet have you been living on trying to shake hands? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, damn, do you realize what's going on out there? And then, uh, you know, yesterday in New York was like 75 or something. Dude had on a, uh, a winter coat in the mask. I'm like, nah, you look sick. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got on yeah. a, a winter coat? Yeah, we, so You we, must we, have some body chills or something. See, and that's not a good sign. Me, like I said, every time that I go out, man, I be like, please don't sneeze, man. And now oh, every yeah. head in the fucking building is turning to me. And sometimes it's just all this green pollen shit. So I don't, yep. and I don't even have allergies, but I try to make sure I blow my nose and stuff before I, I sneeze. I mean, leave home. That happened to me. I was going somewhere. I had to sneeze, but luckily it happened right as I was about to get out the car. Yeah, and I, I still, you know, you talking about cars, man. I still got that full tank from shit a month ago because I'm not really going anywhere. I mean, I'm basically one of those to the store and back home. Today I had to break down, man. I I wouldn't brought two pairs of sneakers online just because I need something. Every yep. once in a while, man, I need a pacifier, and I really need that pacifier. Because, yeah, I got something um, in my car. I just haven't submitted it yet. Yeah, we uh, I we didn't do the show last week because you know what? I got tired. I said I need a mental break from talking about reality just for a minute, man, and zone out on something else, so I don't have to sit there and 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 think about some of the things that I have to say. I mean, like think about this: Trump says Thursday, right? There's over thirty million people unemployed. This fucker says, "Here we are. It is what it is." I mean, can you be any more insensitive than that? The same guy that never went on TV that I've seen personally has said, oh, 60, 40,000, whatever the number of people died, I give my condolences and stuff like that. Nothing, no empathy, nothing. Yeah. It's, and the, it's oh, I have great numbers. Oh, well, of, yeah. Watch me last night on, on the news. A lot of people watch me. Matter of fact, I think I got that in here somewhere. He was saying, I'm getting uh, bachelor numbers. I'm getting bachelor. I mean, bachelor finale numbers. Who the fuck cares? I mean, you cannot really be a president of any major country on the planet. And when you hear about 30 million people unemployed, when you have to have a governor of a state say, it's a law that you can't evict people up until a certain point, you yeah. know that people are struggling. I don't know if people realize this. I think they do because they probably know enough people like this, unfortunately. I think a great member, number of our society net live paycheck to paycheck. And when you're not receiving one and or you only receiving a quarter of one, you're hurting. I know somebody their paycheck was their salary was cut forty percent. Oh yes, right. She was telling me. I'm and like, you know, if you cut somebody check forty percent, what do you expect them to do? Yeah, but we have we have this the same. Yeah, how, and now think about this. It's not like because the coronavirus, 
or COVID-19 is out there, all of a sudden, every store dropped the price of this, that, and the other. The only thing they dropped prices on was fucking clothes. Yeah. Well, essentially it's, not like, it's not like your landlord said stop paying rent. Yeah, your, your credit card company, I didn't receive any bills from my credit card company saying you don't have to pay this month. Yep. You know, I have not received any of that. I, I hear it. I see this commercial the other day. Oh, we here at Allstate sent back out a billion dollars in uh, our car insurance payment. Well, who my car insurance payments have not been lowered, even though I'm barely driving. Yeah, my they said they said when they when I re-up my policy, it should drop fifteen percent. But I said let me, I'll see because I just re renewed, so that's gonna be another six months. Hmm. Yeah, but you know what? We you can't look at this guy, and I I hate even using the word president, but you can't look at Trump and expect anything that's even remotely human. I mean, this think about this. It might not have been this week, but it was definitely last week when he was talking about injecting disinfectant. Yeah, yeah. Because it's gonna it not. He was being sarcastic. But there's nothing funny. You listen. You can relate to a parent. Even in the jokiest joke, you would never tell your child to walk off a bridge. It's not something that comes out of your mouth. It doesn't flow from a parent to a child. Nobody told this bastard that the president of the United States is like the father of the country to a lot of people. You know, and there have been people who have actually went out and injected themselves because they that gone in this cult of his. Yep. And this is why it pissed me off this week with Diddy was talking about people, the black people need to hold their vote for Joe Biden until he promised to do for the black community. And like, this is like the wrong time to talk about this. And you should talk about this during the primary. Who the fuck is he to speak about doing for the black? What has Donald J. Trump done for the black community? That's what I really? said. Did, I was like, my more, I'm not even really concerned about the presidency, but I said if Trump wins again, he gets a third pick for the Supreme Court. That's three, because I don't think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to hold on for another five years. Yeah, RSB eventually. Yeah, so I'm like, you're going to give him, you will give him a third seat to flip on the on the Supreme Court. I said, I was telling, I was arguing with somebody in the chat group. I'm like, you you guys wait for free handouts. You think about the Supreme Court, the noose is going to start tightening around your necks. It didn't see how the black community go be uh, handling things. Yeah, he, him and the black community, those are two words that shouldn't even come out of his mouth. But a lot of things comes out of his mouth that don't make, I mean, literally any sense. Okay, so we got millions of these, millions of animals they had to put down because the processing plants are closing. Now we have the threat of a meat shortage coming up. Now, when you fuck with people, there's a lot of things you could do. You could make them stay home. You might even be able to mess with their money a little. But when you tell them that they might not be able to eat, you have anarchy. And I'm hoping that's something. I mean, I, I don't even know. I've been hearing a lot about this drug, and I got to do a lot more research before I sound like an idiot. This uh, remdesivir. Oh yeah, yeah. That they're treating coronavirus patients with, which they say it's not a, a uh, vaccine, but it's supposed to make you recover quicker. 
because yeah. it doesn't allow one of those things to latch onto a protein or something like that. And I've got my fingers crossed, but I don't know if this is information coming from the White House or outside source. If it's coming from yeah, the White House, is, if you don't get a test, like if you can't get tested, how do they treat you? Because that's that was the problem. People wasn't being tested because they have enough tests. Okay, so well, I since you need a cure, if you, if you're not even tested for the disease. I have to ask you this then, since you brought up testing. Okay, the NBA is pushing hard to come back in June. They want to sequester them someplace like at some hotels in Vegas or Disney World or something like that. Here's my question to you, though. They said for them to finish the season, it's, it might take 100,000 tests. Would yep. you be, if you had a vote on yay or nay, and it took 100,000 tests for the NBA to finish the season, would you say yes or no? So my thing will be based on, is there enough tests for the American people first? If that answer is yes, then yeah, they can go get as many tests as they want. If that answer is no, then not. Y'all got to cancel your season. Okay. Well, I'm with you there. If the tests are not readily available to Joe Blow, who's working for minimum wage at Walmart, I'm not giving a rat's ass about a multimillionaire. I am. This is not a time in my life where I'm differentiating between the have and you and know the they already now. had them because they was testing whole teams and we didn't have tests in New York. So see, but now that they're doing this one, and Silver says he doesn't even want to separate these people from their families, which means they're going to bring their families. So they need to test the families every like three days plus everybody on staff. And think about the things they're going to need. They're going to need cooking staff, cleaning staff. These guys yeah. are like babies. They don't do anything for themselves. Yeah, I read that they might be looking into Disney because it, it could handle all that. Yeah, they got like 12 hotels at Disney. So, yeah, I think it would be easy, but the problem is the testing. And and I said this right before you called also. I don't care how starved we are for sports. The first time we see these guys running up and down a basketball court with nobody in the stands, it is going to look weird to us. Because we've never seen it before. This ain't, this ain't, um, I mean, shit, you don't even have a crowd that's going to be like ruckus. You could see that. But this is like, I was like what do they do? Pump noise in, or do they just, do they mic up the players? Like, how do that work? Yeah, if they pump noise in, then it has to be a home team. They get the advantage of the noise. I mean, this is you going to your job's basketball team in a league, yep. and you watch it on TV. It would be kind of weird. You know, I know people say, no, they're, they're so star. But you know what? I'm not that star for sports. And it takes a hell of a lot less testing for UFC to put on cards than it would the NBA to play basketball. I do. I don't want them to. I think what they should do is cancel the season. Like, it was already at the end. All right, maybe not cancel the season. The two teams in the West that was fighting for eighth and ninth, let them figure out something. Maybe flip a coin and just have the playoffs. Because I think teams like Milwaukee, the the Clippers, the Lakers, they all played hard this year to to to, to win a championship. And somebody, it could be somebody. Like I felt like this year was Milwaukee's year to at least get to the finals. Yes, it's unfortunate. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, damn, we. We were playing for our own little personal championships. You know what I mean? Uh, life yep. is a championship. 
I had I had shit planned, man. I had things for my life planned. My hotel, I finally uh, canceled my hotel reservations because my airline canceled on me like two weeks ago. So I said, you know what? Why am I still holding on to a hotel I can't even get to? <laughs> so I finally I finally caved in and did that. Now listen, man. I watched. I listened to somebody that everybody's been giving me. You know, you gotta listen to these Gisela record dudes, uh, Benny the Butcher, oh, some other guy. Well, West Side Guns came out with a CD called "Pray for Paris," and I am really, unfortunately, gonna say that his voice was super annoying. I did not like it. It was repetitive. Uh, he sounded like the Mad Rapper, like a bad version of the Mad Rapper. And oh wow. If people don't even know who the Mad Rapper is, just put 50 cents, learn how to rob on. And a dude that's doing the other voice that's not 50 cent is the Mad Rapper. And it was annoying as hell. I don't want to hear a 36-year-old dude just constantly talking about dope, guns, and bitches, man. That's boring. It's boring. <laughs> you can't have eight, nine tracks of that. It's got to be, you know what? You can say what you want about the M&Ms of the world or Nas, but they tell different stories on different tracks. It's not the same exact thing all the time. Yeah, that's true. So, and then my buddy Tech 9 put out a CD called Interfere. And for him, I thought it's typical take Tech 9, but just two songs off the album hit me. One was Just Die. And the other one was question mark this. He had a female rap on one of those with him, and she was pretty damn good. So I thought that was pretty cool. Who just called in? Bones. Hey, Bones, what's going on, man? Long time. Yeah, how you doing? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, brothers. You hanging in there? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. Best as I can. Okay, well, since I got you here, I just want to say something. Uh, the last time you called in was February 8th. And I'm going to tell you two guys something amazing. That show had over 23,000. I don't know why. And I'm going to tell you what we talked about. We talked about UFC, XFL, Little Wayne, the N-word might have got it, Trump, impeachment, social media, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. And somewhere or another, and I'm not bullshitting, 23,882 people listen to that podcast. Wow. wow. When I seen that number, I said, you got to be joking me. So I figured, <laughs> let me check a day or two, a week later, to see what's going on. I was like, why the hell did 20? I'm not mad that 23,000 people listen. But I said, I had to put this in my notes because I find that amazing. So if anybody ever tell you that you waste your time doing a podcast or being on a podcast, tell them when was the last time you felt at the fucking Barclay Center or Madison Square Garden okay. to hear your, somebody to hear your voice on subject matters. And that should shut them up right there. Now, how are we going to have a guy in Michigan, a Michigan senator, this fucking Dale Zorn? How's he going to wear a Confederate flag on the floor of the Senate? 
and then he lies about it. What'd you say? I missed that one. I must have missed that in my news cycle. Oh, yes, yes. His name is David Zorn. He's a big, fat pig with a bald spot. And he's sitting there with clearly a Confederate flag mask on his face. And the thing about it, he denies he did it. And the other senators was like, so we all now stupid, huh? We don't know what we've seen. Plus, what about the picture? What about the picture? Now, guys, this ain't normally my style, but this is just for some levity. You've been seeing the celebrities call into shows and pop up here and there, and you see everybody has these Zooms and, you know, you see the world we're living in right now. So let me ask you a question. Everybody done went fucking gray. People that you didn't know were gray or gray. Do you think that five minutes after this over, everybody's going to revert back to their old look? No. You think some people are going to keep the look? No, absolutely not. Okay. Because, like, I was looking at Kevin Hart the other day. I was like, damn, Kevin Hart's got a lot of gray. I was like, is Kevin Hart going to go back to making films with his gray? You know? Somebody asked me, said that. He's like, I don't understand with these celebrities because he said CVS is still open. The way he read is still open. Well, that's true. What type of of, uh, product you guys was getting that you still can't get right now? Uh, that uh, what's that black uh dye shit? Uh, new gen or just whatever. for men? Yeah, just for men. You know what it is, man. I understand that they said psychologically this does wear on you because two things have happened to me. I've lost like nine pounds from doing shit. I I'm not mad losing nine pounds, but I dropped nine pounds for losing shit, and I realized I have not shaved in over a month. I just have not shaved shaped up my beard, anything. I was like, you know, I just went into bum mode. I, uh, you know, I went into not, bum mode, but then I couldn't take it. I took a razor blade and just cut everything off. And then realized I ain't got the fucking face to have no beard or in a bald head. I was like, I have to have one or the other. Okay, so you made up drastic. Now, you went drastic. When you <laughs> all your facial hair off, that's pretty drastic. Oh, no, I kept my mustache. I kept my mustache. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody can't. You know, every, I look weird, man. Everybody, everybody can't rock a mustache. That's why a lot of men don't do it. You know, I wonder what I would look like with just a mustache. Shit, I refuse to even just go to a goatee anymore. I've been wearing a beard for so many years; it's the only thing I'm comfortable with. I felt like this is the time to try it. I never had a baldy before. I was like, you know, this is the time to try it. Oh, wow. See, you didn't let me know that you went there. I thought you said Oh, yeah, yeah. I shaved shaved my whole top of my head off, too. Razor blades. So, how was it? Not for me, man. (laughs) When I first did it, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But then, like, the next day when I walked past the mirror, I kind of got shocked. I was like, oh, hell no. I wore a hat in the house the entire time until my head grew back. Oh, <laughs> Light bulb head. <laughs> yeah, my head is, I got the LL Cool J shape head. I was like, yeah, do this. Oh, man, I've, I've been rocking a baldy for so many years, man. It's, well, you know what? I'm in no position to try to grow hair. I am not walking around looking like homeless dude. I know my reason. friend took off his hat yesterday. He looked like George Jefferson. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He was like, I ain't going nowhere, so it's just growing out. Now, yeah, see, that's when you got to cut your hair. 
You know what? Most men, let's cut this shit. Most men, especially when you get my age, there's certain things that you have to have. You're going to have clippers in the house. You're going to have a like mustache trimmer because, and you're going to also need an air, air, uh, hair cutter. You know, that's that fucking European gene in me. I grow hair where I shouldn't grow it. Like my fucking ears. I mean, I could, you could, you could dreadlock the hair in my ears. So I have to stay on top of stuff like that, man. You know, and my nose, shit. Matter of fact, I'm one of those people that got hair from my toes to my knuckles to my fingers. I have to actually cut the hair on my hands down because it, it grows so wild. Now I did I wow. did enjoy I did enjoy Ned you send me those cigars and yesterday I smoked a what's called a Florida Sun Grown FSG cigar and I drank a non-alcoholic Heineken with that and I enjoyed the shit out of both of them. I have to I have to give a shout out to Drew Estate. They make some good cigars, my friend. Very oh, good cool. cigars. And this one, it was not one of those sweet infused. It was just smooth. It was smooth, a good burn. And for those lunatics out there that like those long ashes, which I don't understand. Somebody had to explain that to me one day. You can get a humongous ash on this, and I don't do that. But non-alcoholic Heineken actually tastes better than regular Heineken. I will say that. But it's got to be super cold. Got to be cold. I mean, when I think about it, I have not drunk, I have not drunk a drop of alcohol in, I don't know, five, six years. Not a drop. Holidays, nothing. No reason. I just don't feel the need to drink it. I have a full bar at home. I like being clear-headed. I, I, I put enough alcohol in my body over the years. I don't need another drop for another reason. And don't get it twisted if you're listening to me. I'm not fucking alcoholic or in some 12-step group. No, I don't drink because I choose not to. Not because I, I can't handle it. Jumping off bars and stripping your clothes off? Well, I've done that, and I've done that shit sober, so... <laughs> you know? I mean, I've had my times. I, I remember one time we had a, a, a Christmas party when I was on Wall Street, and like six or seven of us decided to go up on the stage and drop our drawers. I mean, it, it, every fucking executive from the company was there, and we didn't care. Oh, wow. But, you know, we was probably pretty torn up, too. But, you know, <laughs> I've done a lot of wild shit in this life. I, you know what? I never wanted to be a thug. I always wanted to be a lunatic. And, and <laughs> I didn't mind. I was very proud to be a lunatic. That dropping your drawers sound like some, um, what's that movie? The, the the something Wall Street. The guy who was uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> well, this was Wall actually Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. This was actually some Animal House shit, and they were playing the song "Shout," and you know, get lower, get lower, and somebody came up with the bright idea. You know what? At this, when the song is getting ready, just moon the whole fucking crowd. And we didn't get in a drop of trouble because we were working in the Wolf of Wall Street times. That's one of the best movies. If you got nothing else to do to enjoy, that is a great movie. Based on a lot of true shit, too. Matter of fact, uh, we was talking about him earlier. Don Cheadle has a show called Black Monday, 
which deals with that same Wolf of Wall Street type atmosphere. Because I've seen a lot of people just put cocaine down on their desk in the middle of the fucking day back in the early eight ladies, oh no, late 80s, early 90s, and just sniff cocaine right off their desk in the middle of the office. I've seen it firsthand many times. Many times. Well, shit, I use my office as a hotel. (laughs) If I didn't want to take a chick home, I sleep with her right in the fucking office. (laughs) I mean, so, and I've done that maybe 20 times. So it, it was a fraternity house of some sort where you actually made money. It was crazy. You dress nice, you make money, but it's a fraternity house. And that's why things like that can't last forever. That shit, yeah. but oh yeah, yeah, you know they they after a while they had to. What happened was Black Monday happened, Black Tuesday actually happened, and it changed the whole Wall Street. It became business after that. Before it was fun. Only thing you had to do was get a damn job down there, which wasn't the easiest thing to do when you're black. You know, to be a young black guy, and if you ain't got like two degrees sitting in your Front pocket. It's kind of hard to put your foot in those doors, but you yeah, know. Even to this day, uh, a lot of companies are pretty white. Yeah. Well, Nat, me and you were about the only two black guys at the office when we worked there, and you oh, know yeah, that most, most of, unfortunately, I have never worked in all my years, and we're talking a thirty-year work career, ever had the pleasure of working with four or five black men. Never, never one place have I ever been where there's been more than three black men. Nowhere. And that's even with the federal government. There was two black people. One was an attorney and the other guy was me. There's always that one token black guy attorney. Now, there be four or five black women, but black guys? No, no, man. I, I haven't worked with a lot of black men in my life. I've worked, I've worked with mostly white guys. No. Black dudes? No. That's, I've been in the corporate corporate world. Corporate world, my days wasn't full of a ton of black guys. No. Well, there's always going to be black white guys. That that That's just a, a basic. That's a given. Some of them black white guys fucking annoys the shit out of me. But they all annoy me. There's one in there's one in my daughter's school that just pisses me off, and I'm at the point now where I, I can't even speak to this guy anymore. There's no need to put on fake voices, and you know, or or I call it like uh, that. Keenan I no. What's the other? Not Keenan Ivy Wayne. What's his brother? Damon Wayne. Damon? Yeah, Damon used to play that character. Who was in jail and uh, in living color? You know, like the mashing gale douche of my brain is. Uh, you know, when you try to sound intelligent, but you're really a fucking idiot. And I know a lot of people like that, and they think that that's the way the world runs. And people in the real world, smart people talk. Normal because it just flows off them. If you're intelligent, you ain't gotta put it on. It just flows yeah, out of you. This guy's wife. This guy's wife is white, 
and she's like super cool, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? What, like, where's the disconnect? How could the wife be cool and you're a douche? <laughs> but she probably overcompensating for his douchery. <laughs> but it's like because... he only douchey to black people. But that's the way that goes, man. Man, okay, put it this way. You, we would grew up in the hood. You take that black cop, right? Who's a motherfucker to every black kid. You give him a beat in a white neighborhood, is he the same motherfucker to their kids? Probably not. Probably not. Same play basketball some... with them. Yeah. Oh. Hey, come on, man. How you doing? They get to know your name over there. Man, I, I've known some douchebag police for no reason at all. And I'd be like, you know, I've actually told him, you hate us because we are you. You wouldn't ride nobody this hard other than us. You, you don't probably even have it in you to ride nobody this hard as us. And, and besides, how the fuck could you be the cop in the neighborhood for seven years and nobody knows your name? Really? Yeah, you never introduced yourself to Yeah, you ain't introduced yourself to nobody this whole fucking time, but I see you every day. You're the same dude who hops out the car like we over here killing somebody. Oh, wow. Somebody's got a beer. That makes him a mass murderer. Take it easy, Jones. Come to think of it, one of the fucking cops' names, that was his name, Jones. I used to see him in front of a church all the time. He's a real dickhead. Always wonder what happened to him. You shouldn't remember people like that all these years later. But I still do. I remember one time I was sitting outside with my buddies. Sunday or something like that. We just chilling out. And he hops out of his car. And he said, what about if I tell your friends? Yeah, I said, what about if you tell my friends what? Because you're making me sound real bad right now. I said, well, you know what? Say what you got to say, because we could deal with this later. Oh, I should just tell your friends. Like, this fucking guy, is he insane? And it's the same dude on Sunday. I'm going to see him because me and my girlfriend go to the church. He guards. I'm like, this dude is a lunatic. <laughs> well, see, it's not just him. Did I ever tell you about the marshal that I used to have problems with at the court? No. He had, this man, this black marshal, would see me. When I worked at the federal courthouse, I was allowed to come in and out without being checked. And a lot of cops didn't like that. They don't, you know, they like, who the fuck is he that he gets to just come in the same way we do? And sometimes they would have to actually go to lockers and put their guns up. And I could just walk straight through the door and then go to judges' chambers without being checked. And this marshal confronted me one time, man. It was the scariest shit ever. He told me, you know what? I'm thinking about shooting you and telling them that we got into a fight. And I was like, this fucking guy, man. Did he just say that to me? He said, I'm, I'm thinking about shooting you. And then I'm going to tell him that we got into a, a physical confrontation. I had to defend myself. So I asked him, you joking? He, he said, look at my eyes. I looked at his eyes, man. Them shits were cold, like steel. I was like, this dude really got it in for me, man. And I got to see him every day, three times a day. 
The funny thing is, he probably did it before. Yeah, but think of you. There's no win, man. You can't fuck with a marshal, man. I mean, there's no winning. And I was like, you know what? Thank God I never even had a uh, a traffic violation. This dude would hem me up. He would get one of his friends to hem me up over anything. But I got my record is like a brand new babies. I think I had a jump the turnstile once back in the late 70s. And I had to get that expounded from my record before I went in the military. That's about it. This fucking guy, man. I tell my wife that. She was like, did you tell somebody? I said, I wouldn't tell my boss. He was like, you just got to tread lightly. There's nothing we could do. <laughs> Until he does something, there's nothing we can do. I was like, that, that's pretty bad, man. Okay. Hey, Bones, you watching anything good on TV? Damn, is Bones still with oh. us? No, I'm still here. I'm watching... Um... Uh, I watched this uh, series called uh, The Last Kingdom on Netflix. The Last Kingdom. Uh, expound. What does it deal with? Uh, it's, a guy, it's about the Danes and the Irish, Welsh. And uh, when he was a kid, he was taken away. So he is, uh, has birthrights to be a lord. And um, so it's basically he's a warrior. And every time he's trying to get back to, you know, uh, becoming, uh, taking his rights and titles, something always keeps coming up. Is it like you a know, Game of so. Thrones type thing? Nah, I wish it was. It's not as, it's not as intense as Game of Thrones, though, but it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing that I, you know, watched. And I watched that movie, um, Extraction. I don't know if y'all talked about that. That was really good. Oh, yeah, I just told them to check that out. Yeah, that's on the yeah. list because right now I'm down to I'm down to seriously hunting because a lot of the shows that we normally watch are no longer in production and like we we're getting ready to have social distancing from our normal television programs. Like I've been trying to find for three weeks the Dwayne Wade documentary and I can't find it. ESPN has it, but they want me to pay for ESPN Plus, and I refuse oh. to do that. You should also check out, I mean, I don't know how you're going to like it, but it's called The Hunt. It was in the movie theaters right before this um, coronavirus thing hit, so you might have to go another route of looking for it. The Hunt. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I give anything a try. Like, I want to see this A Quiet Place. I have not watched that yet. And I've oh, been... yeah, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it worth Actually, watching? Actually, they're supposed to have A Quiet Place 2 coming out. Yes. Is Is number one worth watching? Um, got mixed reviews. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I don't care about their reviews. I'm I'm talking to you. Yeah, I I thought it was okay. I mean, I wasn't bored, but it's hard to it is hard to watch a movie when it's literally not that much no talking. talking. Yeah. See, one thing about me and my wife, we are the type that at any point in time during a program, if we had it. We'll have a conversation about it, and we'll cut it out. Shit, I have made it to the final season with two episodes to go on the series and not watch the last two episodes. So we'll barely anything. Did you ever see time. the movie Condemned? With, Condemned. With, Austin, with Stone Cold Steve Austin? No, I they, didn't they even like know They took him to what. an island, and they had to fight each other to get off? Yes, I did. I must have seen that years ago. Did you enjoy Do you recall if you enjoyed it or not? 
Let me ask you a question. Was Ice T in that movie? No, no, no. I don't, not Ice T. Was a is another dark skinned black guy though. Okay, because Ice T did a movie like that too. Oh, it was all it, right. They were doing it for like a. It was like a game, like um, it was like a reality show that uh, these guys got wrapped up in, and they put them all on the island. And the only way to get off was they they had to like kill each other. Well, you know what? I'll give that another try because uh, okay, I've been asking people, and the a lot of people online really do not like this movie Queen and Slim. So I haven't pulled the trigger on watching. Oh man, people don't, don't just seem skip to it, like just it. Skip it. Okay. Did, did you? Well, yeah. You could. Oh, I, I personally thought it, it wasn't worth my time, but everybody kept saying, "Oh, it was such a good movie." I I personally didn't like it. Yeah, I've been hearing not a lot of positive. Okay, what about Just Mercy? I enjoyed Just Mercy. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought the acting in that was good. And the, I I never I never knew that guy's story. Okay, then I will watch Just Mercy today. Because like I said, I have that in The Gentleman, which is that Matthew McConaughey English film. And uh, Yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not a fan of Matthew McConaughey, so I kinda of been Well I've ever since that uh what's that movie he everyone thought he was great in, the the All Right, All Right, All Right movie. Oh. The one he had AIDS? Oh, I never even watched it because his his face just annoyed me in that movie. <laughs> I, like, like, he, I like him in the Lincoln, Street too. Uh, even the even the Lincoln commercials, I'm like, oh man, this guy just seems so dry. Yeah, that's Matthew. But I uh, I'm I'm always fishing, and like I said, shit, SUV is gone. No SV, I call this shit SUV all the time. It's SVU. Wait, that was the last episode. That was the last episode, the one where they had like the. Uh, they revisited that? like three cases. Yeah, yeah, that nasty freak that's locked up in uh, jail. Uh, Epstein, yeah. yeah. Oh, and and yeah. I did watch uh, last week's uh, Saturday Night Live at home, which I thought was okay. I he thought it was better than the first one. Yeah, it was better than the first one. Well, any time they do what's up with that, I'm there. I wish somebody could send a note to Skinning and ship, Skip because I'm getting tired of talking about LeBron. I'm well, like, see, LeBron I haven't even been heard about for like two months, and they keep talking about it with the Jordan documentary. I'm like, yo, this is annoying. Well, see, it's, you got it better over there than me. I Over where I'm living, which is I'm a loon, I need to really take somebody, take me to the woodshed and really kick my ass because I'm sticking with first take. And first take is stuck on, here's the three pro three things they talk about. Aaron Rodgers, should he be pissed off because they drafted a quarterback? Two is Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan. We had a whole week of Isaiah Michael. Tomorrow they got Magic Johnson coming on. I can't stand Magic Johnson. He, Magic Johnson is just not for me. I like this talent. But I don't want to hear nothing that comes out of his mouth. I think he's always lying. <laughs> I don't I don't believe anything Magic says. You know, because Magic is going to come in tomorrow and quote my words, people. Magic is going to say him and Isaiah don't really have a problem and that they're like brothers. Isaiah Thomas kind of put the rumor out there that Magic Johnson liked 
sleeping with men. And that's how he got the HIV virus. Now, for Isaiah to say that, you don't take somebody back like that as a brother. I mean, there's lines you cross, and that's one you cannot cross. Even if he's seen you with a dude, he's never supposed to say that. And I always thought it was weird, magic, and uh, Isaiah kissing anywhere. That shit, I mean, we're not living in France. We don't live in France, man. It's not fucking Europe. Yeah, I don't know if y'all um, spoke about this, but um, Ken, I don't know if you heard about it. Ken Burns had a problem with the documentary because he said Michael Jordan's production company was a uh, they were partners with whoever, the other person who produced it. And uh, he said you could tell it was slighted where it's favors, you know, Michael and um, like Isaiah, for example, it uh, makes him a, you know, a bad guy. You know, me personally, Bones, I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth, I guess because I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I have no problem with this thing being skewed in Michael's favor. I think that Michael Jordan speaking adds a hell of another dynamic to the documentary because we can't just have people speak who is not him. Because nobody could speak better for him than himself. I think some of the episodes, he came out a little... Like asshole You know what? I've been waiting for that. I don't see it. Please enlighten me. No, I just like when when he when he calls Scotty selfish, and I'm like, damn, dude, did you not look at what you was bringing in and what they, the team was doing to him at that time? Yeah, you know what? That is true. Now, I did like the way that he spoke to Rodman because Rodman seems to verify everything that Jordan says. See, that's. That's what you got to look for. Somebody else to verify what Michael's saying. Yeah. Rodman last week verified everything that Jordan said. Because it seemed like, I, I didn't even know it was his personality. Rodman came over there and said, I'm not Batman. I'm not Robin. I'll be fucking Batgirl. I don't care. And he seemed <laughs> to accept that. He said, I'll be the third wheel. No problem. Pay me and leave me the fuck alone. Did y'all hear the story about Robin? I wish they would have had it in the documentary. That Robin, every time he used to mess up, get kicked out of a game or something, he would buy a jury for the players' wives. Oh, no. And I just leave it. In, yeah, he would just leave this jury in their lockers and say, please give this to your wife, because he didn't know how to say sorry to the guys. So he figured they'd go home and tell a woman, this asshole, he, oh. you know, he's messing up. So, and then Steve Kerr said, he was pissed at Robin because he would buy better gifts for his wife than he brought for his own wife. Yeah, he probably brought home way more money than Steve Kerr was bringing home. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He said he brought them diamonds sometimes, diamond bracelets oh, for man. everybody on wife? the team. <laughs> you know what? Robin didn't care about money as long as they brought what he wanted. And his shit that he wanted wasn't going to cost a lot. Was yeah, drink? I, I just told somebody that. I was like... Name any other coach that would have gave Rahman time to go to Vegas. I said he, he probably would have been suspended, thrown under the bus. No, middle of the season. Go ahead. We'll give you 48 hours. Well, I'm going to tell you now, what you call him hasn't said that he has a lot of love. And this is going back to you, Bones. He has not said that he has a lot of love for Phil Jackson. 
But this documentary proves he has a lot of respect and love. Phil Jackson is coming off good in this documentary. He's coming off even better than Michael. Because think about it. He gave Scotty what he needed. I mean, he gave uh, Rodman what he needed. Rodman needed a break. Go ahead. Do it. You're a fucking wild stallion. I'm going to let you run. Just come back. But he didn't come back. <laughs> no, they had to go get him. Come on. He's a wild stallion. And you want to know something, man? This really hurts me. What he has done these last three or four years with this Trump thing. Dennis Rodman is my all-time favorite NBA basketball player. All-time favorite NBA basketball player. It is not even close. Duncan is number two, but Duncan would be like F. Fulton Street in Brooklyn to 179th Street and Frederick Douglass Avenue. That's how big a gap is between the two. I just think Robin looks for the good in everybody. Yeah. I've never heard him say anything bad about anybody. I think it's just his personality that try to find the good in, in people. Yeah, but he he tried too, he dug too deep to find good in Trump and Kim Jong-il. And that's <laughs> a problem for me. That, that's digging too deep, man. I mean, some people are who they are. I can't I forgive. People, I tell everybody, go back and watch Robin's, uh Hall of Fame introductory speech. It, 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 you can see the way his brain works. Yeah, I've read his book. I've listened to him on many interviews. He used to come on Howard Stern all the time, and I always listen. I mean, I love Dennis. Like I said, Dennis on that basketball court is still my favorite NBA player. Like I said, it ain't even close. And that's I don't, I don't see how that could ever change. I'm too old to like somebody as much as I like Dennis. Shit, I might have been the only motherfucker that I knew who actually owned Dennis Rodman sneakers. Yeah, I didn't even know Rodman had a sneaker. God damn. He came out. Look him up. Converse's. Dennis Rodman Converse. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. We have, that now. Okay, Converse. You know what? Me and Dennis have the same tattoo. That same moon with the... uh. Now, I didn't get it because of Dennis. I don't want nobody to twist that either. <laughs> we just happened to have the same tattoo. I'm looking at it right now. That star with like the uh, uh, rays around it. And that was on Dennis sneakers. So I had to get those. Converse. He came out with some Converse's. He might have actually been on that championship team this last dance season. He yeah, might have been one. Yep. Yeah. Because they were Bulls colors, white, red, and black. But, um, you know, my team, the Cowboys are always interesting. They messed up my summer, I mean, uh, spring, by fucking with Dak. And if Dak Prescott does not hold out, then I have no respect for him as a man. Forget a football player as a man. Especially since they go out and sign Andy Dalton. Oh, they did sign Dalton? They signed Dalton last night. Yeah, they signed oh, Dalton so to a one-year. What the Patriots going to do? Uh, you know what? Bill Belichick likes playing games. I mean, he he's a game player. He's a manipulating game player. I mean, it works, but he loves playing games, man. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Do you think Gronk has any chance to be three-quarters of what Gronk used to be? 
I think in the beginning of the season, he'll probably come off nice being that he had a year off. But I don't know if his body going to hold up for 17 weeks. Yeah, that's right. And it's official, 17 weeks now. Now, have you went out and brought yourself one of those bat fry rice T-shirts yet? Bat fry? I, I, I've never even seen that. It's, it's pretty bad. It's racist. It was, it was a bad joke on my part. Oh. <laughs> bat fried rice T-shirts. I mean, because think about it. The coronavirus is supposed to be coming from a bat, a tainted bat. So, you know, get your bat oh, fried okay. rice. <laughs> and some idiot came out with bat fried rice T-shirts last week. Naturally got fired. Oh, wow. He's working for some T-shirt company. And he decided, <laughs> you know, this was a good idea. And to, you know, when I you put stuff out. my first Chinese restaurant opened yesterday. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, how quick, how long before you go to one? Uh, I'm, I'm good right now. <laughs> you, oh, oh, meaning you're not going in one. No, because I got my, I got a favorite Chinese restaurant. Until they open, I ain't going, I don't, like, I like the one I go to that's literally like two miles from my house that I literally have to drive to. Well, a mall opened in Oklahoma yesterday. Yeah, their rates are going to go up too. Watch. Now, I think that here in North Carolina, we're going to have malls open, but they're only going to be from 12 to 6. And, and they, can't, they can't overpack, right? No, no. It's supposed to be social distancing policy. Uh the stores have the right to only have a certain amount of people. I mean, this is where I live in North Carolina. Ain't no such thing as a pack. Like I go to Champs or Fort Lock or something like that. Sometimes it could be me and my wife and just the guys who work in there, period. And this was before this. So I can't imagine, you know, like the first week or so, people are going to be antsy. People who have money have not been spending money. Net, I took $200 out of the bank three weeks ago. Two hundred dollars. I still have eighty of that two hundred. That means I am not spending any money at all. This is in total, other than food, because I like to have cash. Because if say you get a blackout and you ain't got no money, that means you basically ain't got no money. I was on your same boat. I had two hundred dollars, but now I'm down to thirty-five. <laughs> I was like, okay. until yesterday, I went down to thirty-five. Okay, so you have got to spend some meat. Last week, I went to the store with $100. I came home with 80 I was like, damn, that means you ain't spending nothing. That's why I went and brought two pairs of sneakers today. I was like, you know what? I just got to feel like I'm alive. Oh, and matter of fact, part of the $20 that I spent last week was I brought a six-pack of those non-alcoholic Heineken beers. I mean, you take that back off, and shit, I would have still had 100 you know, on the weekends, I've been eating out, so that's where the majority of my money's been going. I, I've, I've found no place that I really want to eat out. I, my wife has been doing a lot of cooking. I cook. Unfortunately, she got me, I think, cooking Sunday dinner next week for fake Mother's Day over here. You oh, know, yeah, she I gotta, feels I gotta that... i got to figure out something to do. Woman, mother or not, she just feels this Ladies Day. You know, I was like, shit, do I really have to cook? I mean, I wanted to make some ribs today, but she was like, no, you cook next week, so I don't have to cook next Sunday because Mother's Day. I was like, okay, I'll give you a teddy bear and wrap that shit up in a blanket and be like, happy Mother's Day. 
But, you know, that's just the way that goes. Well, gentlemen, unless y'all got something else, man, I'm going to let y'all go back to your lives. Yeah, I don't have anything. Go ahead and enjoy your days, fellas. Have a good one. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Hey, one last thing. Did you watch Dr. D. David Schultz and Dino Bravo? Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched both of them. The Dino Bravo I never even knew about. Uh, The Schultz I knew about. uh, I thought the Schultz were, but... It always goes back to Vince being an asshole. Yeah. Now, what I didn't know about Dino Bravo was I didn't know that Dino Bravo ran a territory. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I love that show, man. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is a real winner. Real winner. Yeah, okay. I'm waiting for the Owen Hart one. I want to see what, what's that all about. Yeah, it depends on who they talk to. Are they going to talk to somebody from Owen's family? I think or... they're going to have his wife. Okay, well, we know how that she's going to feel. Yeah. Now, you're talking about a one-sided thing because money or no money she got from WWE and Vince, she's going to always feel a way. She looks at those children, man. Their father's not there. You know, that was a dumbass stunt. But it's the same shit they had Shawn Michaels do. Remember coming down from uh, WrestleMania on that? So, you know, as long as it's somebody else, Vince don't give a fuck. That's just the way that goes. Well, Matt, be easy, brother. Stay safe. All right, have a good one. You too. Bones, brother, be easy. Everybody, I thank you for listening in. This has been Strange Talk with Doc, and you know how to reach me. Just look me up on your favorite search engine, and that's that. Be easy, be safe, social distance, wash your hands. You know the story. Peace to you and peace to yours.